Welcome to Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. A Buddha is someone who's awake within the matrix and co-creating with divinity as a soul having a human experience. Each enlightened episode is dedicated to help you level up the energy field of your Merkaba. You can manifest the parallel reality that fits the best version of you. This podcast is for entertainment purposes and does not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Now, let's welcome your host, author Von Galt, and her guest. Welcome to another podcast episode of Merkaba Chakras. I'm your host, Vaughn Galt, and today we are going to explore pranic consciousness, sound healing, and the new DNA upgrades with author Christiana Altrayan. Now, Christiana, welcome to Merkaba Chakras. Thank you for having me. I love to work with chakras and Merkabas, and I love to, to be here with you. Thanks for, for having me. Yeah, so you've just gone through a series of festivals and retreat circuits. So before we talk about your work and um, the fascinating festivals and retreats you do all over Romania and Europe and all over the world, um, let's get started with trying to find out how did you even get into this work in the first place? Can you can you rewind yes. to the very beginning for us? The beginning was before my birth. I had many lifetimes working with energy. <laughs> I uh, came back into this lifetime knowing that we're all energy and that everything is energy. And I was saying that to my kids in school, to my uh, colleagues, kids in school. And um, I, I became very early in my life interested in uh, everything like crystal therapy and uh, um, meditation. I was meditating in a crystal. I began in, I was interested in numerology. I was interested in uh, zodiac signs and everything that was about energy and you know how the soul travels between lifetimes and when it exits the body, where does it go? All that was interesting for me as a child, right? What, that's what I was interested in. I became vegetarian when I was 17 because intuitively I perceived that other beings should not be our food. We shouldn't eat like the other beings that came to experience planet Earth alongside with us. That was my insight in that time. And, um, you know, for, for, for all my child, uh, childhood, adolescence, and the early youth years, I was uh, uh, like this. And then uh, for, for 10 years, I forgot. I became a manager and I became, I started working in sales and management and uh, working with uh, people in various uh, top management functions. And I forgot about um, energy practice, about meditation, about all that I was interested in before. Uh, it was, uh, you know, the training and being human, <laughs> I call it mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. And uh, because my life was very imbalanced, I was working too much. I was working 16 hours a day, uh, having many, mm. many 
people in my team and many responsibilities, I got imbalanced and I started looking into energy work again because the doctors in the hospitals were giving me no solutions. So I again started meditating when I was 28, 27, 28. I was joining meditation groups. I was practicing by myself, going to classes to learn energy work because that felt to be my solution to get back in balance and to also progress. I felt this thirst of progressing on this energy work path for myself, you know, to, to evolve, to expand my consciousness. Because my life as a wife and manager and, uh, and uh, you know, person with general human responsibilities was not fulfilling for me, was not satisfaction, giving me any satisfaction at all. I was preparing to leave my body completely. <laughs> okay. So you said a couple of things that I really want to kind of dive a little bit deeper into so people can understand this. Because there's a lot of people um, like myself who are very, very naturally attracted to metaphysics, energy healing, um, you know, high frequency, all the, all, all the above type higher consciousness work um, growing up. But you said some things that, um, that you know, I, I'm curious about. So you said when you were little, you already, you already knew your past lives. You already knew different lifetimes. What, what was... Um, what was your, what are some of the early recollections of different lifetimes you've had prior to your earthly incarnation when you were a child? Ah, that's a great question. I must confess that I didn't know this as a child. No, I just knew that oh, okay. we are all energy. That's what I said. But I, I had the intuition that all our energy and that everything is energy. And that was coming from my previous li other lifetimes trainings, right? But I wasn't aware of my uh, other lifetimes. Um, until later on when I saw lifetimes of mine as uh, uh, various, actually, I don't consider them past because they're happening now. Right, right, right. In parallel. So now I'm a ray of light streaming from the sun. Now I'm in the archangel realm. Now I'm in the ascended master realm. Now I am uh, various uh, incarnations and trying to bring spiritual knowledge into the world and now i'm a blonde girl in front of you talking to you as christiana right everything right 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 so i just wanted to clarify clarify for people uh, again because there's a buddhism podcast so i always kind of like to clarify when i bring in um new subject matter experts so the concept of time um is now because consciousness doesn't have any linearity no past no present no future no 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 future it's always in the present now. So consciousness is always in the present now. And when you see that all of time is in the present moment, at any moment, it's in the present moment. And if you see it all is happening in the same kind of like bubble of consciousness, mm -hmm. then yes. depending on your consciousness, you can look at your past, you can look at your future, you can look at your parallel um, timeline, you can look at the different realms of dimensions, it's all happening at the same exact moment, it's just a matter of when you want where you want to focus your current attention on. And so for people who's like, how is it all present? How is it all now? The concept of parallel realities come into play, because all realities, whether it's dimensions, realms, past, future, in between lives, all realities of existence, happen at the current moment because consciousness is present in all of it and consciousness is not limited by time 
time yes. is a construct by humans to measure where we came from, where we're going, and what we want to do. It's a tool of conscious to measure, kind of engage your next best experience you want to create for yourself. That's the purpose of time. And mm-hmm. so when I when we're talking about all of these different things, it's all parallel realities because it's all parallel at the current moment. So I just want to clarify that for people because they're like, well, how can you already be an ascendant master in a parallel? How can you already be in the angelic realms? How can you already be um, incarnated in a different planet or a different universe or dimension? Yes. So, galactic well, systems, exactly. Yes. Right. So, since you have recall or like you knew this, but you didn't know the details early on when you were young, and then as you got older and you got back into work, then you started having. Um, life reviews of ex- current existences what does what is your soul doing in let's say the angelic realm what what what, what kind of work is it doing now well the beauty of the angelic realm is that nothing feels like work you mm-hmm. just are and in that state of being you just follow basically source guidance so it's a um, total different state than the human state that we talk about doing stuff and working. It's still the flow, you know, and you can be in uh, multiple, uh, you know, we imagine angels as being one being, we even give them shapes, you know, we imagine them as being shapes, Mm -hmm. you know, like shaped with the the wings and everything. Well, actually, they're like streams of consciousness, right? So that stream of consciousness operates simultaneously in various planetary systems, in various realms of existence, in various uh, levels, right? So it's not just a, a, like you going to a job or us doing an interview here now it's like streaming all kinds of of, of energy uh rays if you will for different uh realms for different whatever is needed basically right right so your 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 soul consciousness um in the angelic realm is sending and it is sending love energy to different realms. Is that what it's, it's doing right now? We could say that. We could say that and also taking care of various other situations. <laughs> right, right. And what is the Ascended Master version of you yeah. in that existence doing right now? I was going to tell you about this because I feel you're connected to that stream. So the Ascended Masters also, they are basically the expression of a stream of consciousness, Right. And they're embodying it uh, in their um, 5D aspect, but also they have taken uh, over lifetimes, they have taken a a 3D aspect at a certain point, they have incarnated and then decided to ascend back again, right? Mm -hmm. So some of them are like this, and some of them have never taken a physical body, but they have taken apparitions, you know, or, you know, streams of in uh, the physical plane. So what I'm an aspect of the ray of compassion, the feminine ray of compassion, people call it here like Kuan Yin or uh, um, Mother Mary or Tara, or there's various aspects of goddesses of compassion here in the known here in the, the in earth plane, right? That we, we have tuned into 
we could say that I'm the stream of that current or, or energy of compassion or compassion or unconditional love has taken several imageries to present itself to people in various timelines here to help people be aware that the compassion is the key, compassion is the main solution for humanity to survive and to thrive on this planet. So basically we need now to move our attention, if you will, from um, the work mode and competition mode and, uh, and, and the fight mode that we had on this planet for thousands of years, we need to move into the collaboration, cooperation and mutual love and respect and compassion for each other's choices, right? That's right. the solution for humanity to maintain their bodies and their planet here now in this moment. So we're helping with that. We're helping to humanity understand or, or open up to that stream of compassion. It's a, it's a, it's constant work. Uh, on earth, I'm teaching a Qigong uh, method that's called the Qigong of compassion or the Kuan Yin Qigong that is um, not so well known, but very, very gentle and very, very feminine and very, very fluid. You can find it on my YouTube, Christiana El Trayan. And that's opening up so easily. Uh, when you practice it at least a few times per week, it's opening you up so easily to the stream of compassion. Like it's completely effortless. Even for people who have been fighters or you know, <laughs> criminals, you know, I had friends who or, or acquaintances who have done, you know, criminal work before in some way or another, but always compassion can open the heart, you know, with several practices, you can get from that state of fight and competition into love and collaboration and understand all people's point of view as if you would feel it into yourself, into your heart, right? As if you would live it yourself. And Kuan Yin uh, has that frequency because um, she's basically able to relate or to, to be empathic to any other being state, right? So you, you can instantly know what another is feeling. Right, or right. Going so, so that, that way you're instantly compassionate towards that being, no matter how crazy they behave. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you've, um, you've touched and you've touched on um, the different levels of consciousness. In short, you guys, basically it's raising your level of consciousness. And when you have a higher consciousness, um, you are not going to be um, belittled belittling people, um, looking down at them, being mean, all the different ways in which we are mean and cruel to each other. A higher consciousness being does not do that. And they recognize the oneness in everyone else. And it's not just a matter of speaking that we are all interconnected. But when we have our life reviews, and you can, you don't have to die to have your life review. Uh, you can do it through meditation, you could do it through um, hypnosis, there's a lot of different ways in which you can connect to that stream of higher consciousness. And when you do that, you no longer have an ego identity. You are connected to everything, everyone, and you are connected to source. And you actually see and feel directly as the recipient what you do and say and feel and think about other people. You feel your own cruelty and you also feel your own love that you send out and emit. 
as as part of who you choose to respect outwards. So it's not just a matter of speaking. It is scientific truth that we are all inter interconnected and we are feeling each other's sorrows and we're feeling each other's um, triumphs joy. as well and joy. So when you have those life reviews, you get to choose what emotions and what life lessons you want to feel in those reviews. And if you want to continue to see separatism and cruelty, then you will feel that because that is what you create. And that's simple Buddhism, basics 101, which we keep going back to over and over again as with humanity, but that's a life lesson it. too, to accept people's journey. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. How do you do it, this light review? How do you tap into it? I'm curious to know because you seem to like know a lot about it. It's really a simple formula. You basically, you, your brain cannot think two things at the same time. You physically cannot do two things at the same time period. They've already proven this. So all you have to do is actually is a, is a quick five, five second exercise. Focus on what you're thinking of. And when you focus on what you're thinking of, your brain completely shuts off and you can't have any thoughts of anything else. And the minute you have that, that emptiness feeling where you're looking and you're thinking about what you're thinking about, you actually can see yourself absolutely not thinking about anything. You don't even recognize your identity or anything, your thought about your chores and whatever, it's not happening. It's completely blank. When you get into that state, that is basically the, the higher level of, um, state of consciousness. And then at that point, you can focus on what you want to create or manifest. So if you're doing energy healing, you can focus on the wellness and the outcome of the energy healing to the person or to yourself. And that will happen. Um, you can try the exercise on pets, and it's really fun because the pets come back up. Um, um, you can you 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 can you can do that simple exercise to focus on an outcome that you're working on. Let's say you're working on um, a, an interview to succeed on the interview. You can you can do that. So there's a lot of different things, but you just focus on the outcome, and source will make it happen. Now there is a caveat. You have to respect people's life life lessons yes. that they've chosen for themselves. So if, they're, if, if their pre-life plan is to have some kind of accident, it will still happen regardless of how much energy healing or higher consciousness meditation that you do um, to project for them a better outcome. So that's the only caveat with it, which is hard for people to understand. Yes, and the life yeah. path of others, absolutely. In any energy practice, that that's the essential, the essential point, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. So, so, um, so, but there is a lot of different modalities because not everybody, um, not not everybody subscribes or is going to really gravitate to one modality of um, connecting to consciousness and energy healing. Um, so I present a lot of different ones in my podcast as we are presenting Christiana's work. But um, uh -huh. what I do is a five-second process, and it, it works yeah. very, very easily, and it's an easy way to do it. But there are many others, and so, um, you know, I, pre I present that uh, for people to, to go through. Now, what you were saying also is you were saying that when you were going, before you got into this work, you were talking to doctors, and none of them were, were offering you any kind of solutions. Um, what kind of um, symptoms or illnesses were you going to doctors for that you couldn't get modern medicine to address? Yes, I was basically leaving my body. <laughs> uh, now I know that I was leaving my body because I was bored of, you know, what I was doing and how my life was. 
but before I I didn't know what it was, so we call that fainting. So I was basically oh. like fainting all the day. But actually, I wasn't fainting. I was consciously living my body in some way. I was telling people, "Look, don't worry, I will come back." <laughs> Even though I was half fainted, <laughs> but I was still telling them to not worry because I'm coming back. So I was blacking out for a while and everybody was seeing me white and sweating and you know being different and then I would come back in and just go through the day <laughs> but uh, it happened a few times over the three years distance and at, at, at the certain point and they were taking me to the hospital and in the hospital they were doing tests and stuff and nothing was wrong in the test so <laughs> eventually okay. Eventually, we got to do energy work and see, you know, what else can be in my energy field that makes me do that. And uh, I stabilized back into, like, basically, I needed to be happier and more balanced in order to want to stay in my physical vessel. And I also needed to purify my physical vessel a lot, to detoxify it and to align it, because there was a higher energy wanting to come in the mm -hmm. higher aspect of me wanted to come in but i had no space because in my body was too much toxins and too much agitation right right so it couldn't like it couldn't couldn't get all in so that's why it was necessary over the years as to continue my journey it was necessary to do a lot of detox i started doing detox i started doing energy work I um, became vegan when I, uh, you know, uh, at about three years uh, after starting my energy practice, I become fully vegan because I did a full year of detox. And after that, I couldn't eat animal products. My body wouldn't tolerate that frequency anymore. I went into a dark room for 10 days with no light, no food, and just meditation <laughs> to calibrate. And I've noticed in that dark room, after I came out, I noticed that you know, my life didn't make any sense to me. So I changed my whole life. Mm. <laughs> I quit my company. I quit my city. I quit my apartment. I went into a different city mm. at 30 years old and I started my work now. So I written my first book, had my first conferences and started doing energy uh, healings, which I was refusing to do before. So I just came out a totally different person, which was what my higher self wanted me to, you know, what, what I was supposed to be. <laughs> I finally aligned with what I was supposed to stream into this world. But it took a lot of work and detox. And that's why now I'm, I'm helping other people to do that, to raise their frequency is uh, first in their physical body, which needs to be fine-tuned in order to have a higher frequency, in order to hold more energy of what you are. And secondly, of course, at the energy level and spiritual level, we do a lot of detox emotionally and mentally. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Christiana, that's awesome. So let, let me ask you this. What is chronic consciousness? Because that is what you are teaching. So can you explain what yeah. chronic consciousness is for everybody? You... You touched on it a little bit already, is the consciousness of unity, the consciousness that we are one with all and that everything is connected with us. And that's not just a spiritual or holistic concept. We're actually having it backed back up by physics now and by science. 
there's a large group of scientists now studying consciousness and uh, basically the consciousness of unity. There's the Resonance Science Foundation of Nassim Harmim Worth proving scientifically with physics formula that everything is connected and everything is one. If you haven't seen how, just watch the documentary, The Connected Universe, and it's going to tell you how everything is one in the scientific perspective, in physics formulas. I can tell you that in holistic perspective, when you feel feelings that you don't know where they come from, they all of a sudden you become sad or happy or very present or very disconnected, that might be the emotions or thoughts or feelings of others. When you have a son or a daughter and you're acutely aware of their stuff that they're going through, that's because you're connected to them and that, that's because you're being empathic or open to their emotions and feelings. And normally people, people feel that with the dear ones or the close ones or brothers, if they're twins, they have that or you know, lovers between them if they're truly connected and they share love. Well, that happens to normal people, but when you're, you're more open and your chakras are open and your energy system is expanded, you can feel that about the whole planet or many planetary systems or galaxies or multiverses. You can feel at a very a, a vast level that we're all one, right? And from that perspective, there's that comes with love as well. <laughs> it's it's also a feeling of love. And from that perspective, you cannot actually harm another being or another system. You everything will you do is gonna be for the benefits of yourself and others. So that's consciousness of unity in short. But my work specifically is you know it's going in 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 a deeper layers of it. And helping people um, connect with their bodies, helping people connect with their higher self, helping people connect in their relationships in a deeper way so that they're aware why things are happening the way they are happening in their relationships, you know, with a dear one, with, with their family, with their kids, everything has an explanation at a deeper level. It's not just that everybody else is like not okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Everybody's going through connections in a way that they can encompass and integrate what's happening in their lives and then forgive forget let go and embrace all the people around them right right which sounds so simple and easy but many people struggle to 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 be these higher levels of consciousness so you guys um just to kind of relate this understanding basically all consciousness is the same thing it's higher consciousness it's the light it's the light it's what many religions would call god allah source universe it's the light and in buddhism um the light another word for these higher this higher consciousness which is all one we're just choosing to see levels because we're, mm -hmm. this is how humans understand things um mm -hmm. but all of it is all one connected the the 3d consciousness 4d consciousness 10d con infinite consciousness all the way up it's all one holistic consciousness but basically it's um, like the crystalline consciousness um, or the Christ consciousness. Um, Christ is another word in Buddhism for light. So mm -hmm. it is the consciousness of source. And when you connect to that, that higher consciousness at the higher levels, all the way up to infinity, um, that's why they call it unity consciousness because it's all connected and you, you in these higher frequencies of being, you, you literally are empathic and you feel and, and, um, 
see and know your connection to everything and everyone, which can be really hard for some people to understand or to live with. So because they don't necessarily want to constantly be feeling other people's um, sadness and sorrows. So how can people who are in these higher frequencies cope with feeling other people's sadness and sorrows? Because a lot of people, that's their constant energy. That's a fabulous question. And it's exactly what I've written this morning. Mm. <laughs> I'm mm. writing a new book. Uh, I'm writing my sixth, seventh, and eighth book, three at a time. And this oh, wow. book, <laughs> it's I'm parallel. always one at a time. It's parallel because it's uh, it's different themes. You know, I'm writing the book of love, which is streamed from the uh, crisis consciousness. I'm writing the third, um, the second edition of the Pranic World book. So that was the first edition and then it follows the next one. Uh, but this specific book that I'm referring to now is called The Goddess Speaks. It's a series of channeled messages from Divine Feminine. And each day I draw a card from a card deck with the Divine Feminine. And uh, I, I write the channel message for that card. So today I drew Kuan Yin, coincidence. And that mm -hmm. was the exact subject she was referring to. <laughs> uh, the exact subject of, you know, uh, perceiving the, the suffering of others is just a way of also um, evolving spiritually yourself. Because she says, my curiosity generates more compassion. <laughs> Basically, when you're connected and perceiving what others are feeling, be it sadness, joy, whatever it is, uh, you are are richer in your experience. You're richer in your uh, expansion. You expand with that. It's only the mind that perceives it as bad or heavy or, oh, it's, you know, the person is suffering. But when you're looking from a higher consciousness, even the heavy feelings of others, they're just a process of transformation and evolution. And when you're perceiving that within yourself, you're able to basically know or sense or feel how you're no longer just living an individualized experience of be it joy or happiness or relaxation or, or fun or, or sorrow, whatever you choose. You're living a collective experience or so you're, you're rich with the richness of consciousness of all the other beings. <laughs> right, you know, right. It's a bad thing. So the card is this one. I was looking for it. Mm -hmm. I'll put it in the camera uh, just to see it. But I'll post it on my Instagram tonight with the whole downloaded text. And the, the line in the card is, I, can, I, I get to know the suffering just to free myself. My my curiosity generates more compassion. <laughs> right, That's right. Onion answers to this. So it, the the question was right on because it's the theme of the day for me. Yeah, yeah. So the um, I mean, the ladies, the ladies are definitely coming forward. So I I pointed. This is the my book cover, my book cover of Kuanyin, and below that oh, is that my book cover of um, Tara, on uh, my oh. Buddhist mandala series. But um, yeah, so um, in, 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 so in the Buddhist tradition, many people are familiar Kuanya and Tara, uh, Mother Mary, um, Mary, Miriam Magdala kind of went yes. through the yes. Buddhist schools and um, training in energy healing, metaphysics and consciousness, and then continued their work. And we label them now 
as you know, um, it seems that the Gnostics, the, you know, whatever religious titles we want to put into them, but it's all the same work that we doesn't really yeah. fit within any boxes um, because love doesn't fit into any boxes and the lessons of love yeah. don't fit into any boxes. Buddha was before the Buddhism. <laughs> we have to go to the origins or always and Christ was, be Buddha was not a Buddhist. Christ was not a Christian. Yeah, they're just people. Teaching consciousness. Yeah, they were love. They were expressions of the same consciousness of love and compassion, which ultimately generated a trend or a current in the spiritual world, right? Uh, Buddha mm -hmm. was uh, generating the Buddhism. So people who followed him basically mm -hmm. created this. And then Christ generated the Christianity. They were all these currents were coming from the same stream or same essence, which is love and compassion and kindness, they were altered, I might say, along the way by human mind who mm -hmm. did some alteration to its own understanding and perception. You know, whoever mm -hmm. follower wrote these texts or mantras, you know, they put their own consciousness into it. So one way or another. So the best is to follow source, actually. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> the source yeah. is compassion and kindness, which is streaming through all of them krishna buddha christ whoever right. you want to be. right Quara, Mary, whoever it is. exactly exactly let me ask you this because um because you know when you break out of the labels and um of confining different modalities and ways in which to connect to christ consciousness of light um, you go into basically spirituality, which is everything is spiritual. Everything is a, is a holographic matrix that we are engaging with and creating from. But let me yeah. ask you this. There are a lot of beings like you, like myself, like others from higher dimensions and from infinity and source itself who yes. have incarnated into lower um, realms of existence to yes. investigate what is this thing, what is this concept of polarity yeah. and negativity and darkness and evil? What is because in the higher realms of consciousness, um, those are um, illusions to create a mirror so that you can learn the truth from from the illusion, from the uh, misconceived perception. So it's just yeah. a tool to recognize more love, uh, more more of that energy. So um, can you explain for people of higher frequencies who, like yourself, have have recall of being in higher realms, higher dimensions, coming from source, coming into these um, lower levels of consciousness, reality, and um, basically coming in to learn what is this, what is this low consciousness about, and why is it so hard for people to to recognize that the 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 higher levels of 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 being? So, can you explain that for others um, in that boat who? They came oh, yeah. to understand I, the darkness. Like, what is this whole thing about? Well, I I have a, a perspective that's slightly, it's, it's just slightly different, very slightly different in terms of, I came here to experience joy. <laughs> I know that joy is available here. You know, here it's basically the most, the one of the richest, um, one of the richest fields of play. You know, certain traditions see it as a realm of suffering and darkness. I see it as a realm of all possibilities. 
like truly all possibilities. So for example, in higher realms, you cannot experience emotions. There's no such thing. You're mm -hmm. such a high frequency that you don't go there. And there's not available. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not available. I'm just going to take a moment to bring the light closer because I changed my position to leave sure, my sure. Sure, sure. Just one second. Back. Mm -hmm. So people, especially in certain traditions like Orthodox traditions and Christianity, they see it, oh, we came here to suffer. We, or some others are saying, we came here to repent. Oh, it's so difficult. We've incarnated here. It's such a shitty land. No, <laughs> I have a different perspective. Check this out. This is a land of all possibilities. We came here to enjoy and rejoice, and that's also available, even in this physical body, even in this dense structure, even in this messed up world that we think it's messed up because we see it that way, especially now. Even here, you can have joy, love, and compassion. But added to that, because you're already having that in other realms, that's clear. Mm -hmm. Added to that, you can also have physical pleasure, <laughs> all that touchy-feely stuff that you don't have when you don't have a physical body. <laughs> you can have the taste, which is so awesome. Like I'm learning and teaching pranic nourishment, being nourished mm -hmm. by life. I love food. In other realms, you can be nourished just by source and not needing food. But taste the mango and enjoy it fully and see how everything vibrates higher in you <laughs> with no guilt feelings and no like resentments. You cannot do that in other realms. That's only available here. That's why I'm saying that's the realm of all possibilities. Sometimes you can hurt yourselves and feel pain. Yeah, that's also, you know, some people are curious about that and they're experiencing with masochisms and all that crazy stuff, yeah. whatever, because they came here to play. Like right. everybody to play. I've, yeah. seen, I've seen so many ascended, you know, beings that have lived as masters uh, for a long time, you know, and they haven't quite got it that physical plane can be joy. <laughs> and this last incarnation, they just came back here to experience all the all the lower levels of the physical plane. Mm -hmm. you know playing the money game the sex game the relationship games whatever they are high consciousness people some business people some even some really mean people that you can think they're mean they can be high consciousness people that have come to experience just one last level of the physical plane just mm -hmm. to be richer in their consciousness like the deeper you go the higher you raise right, right. or the you are so mm, that's my perspective of the physical play i forgot the question probably okay. why are we here or something <laughs> why yeah yeah did we take about it but i think i've answered it along the way you, you right? have you have and um and, <laughs> right right you you definitely have and and i would relate this to buddhism um the basic lesson buddhism 101 the lesson of polarity Okay, so so really, really quick for a review of those who watch the podcast and, and to understand, this is how I understand what she's saying. So in the higher realms of existence, the higher dimensions, the higher realms, even in source, there is nothing but light. There's nothing but, but it's not cold, hokey. There's nothing but light and love and the higher energies because yeah. all the lower dense energies um, can exist in those higher, higher levels. And so if you, for example, if you 
constantly are being fed um, or everything constantly works, everything's constantly beautiful, then there is no opposite to mirror back that um, that greater existence, that greater feeling that you that you feel. So it will be like you're constantly fed. You have no clue what hunger is. You you you've never felt hunger. It's just completely foreign to you. This lower energy, this lower energy, this lower experience. But when you go into the lower realms as a higher consciousness being to investigate what what are these? What is the evil? What is the 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 negativity? What is the whatever? What are these lower level existences? But no, you, also what is the pleasure? Right, why is the pleasure? So you right, so you take all of these, yeah. and you put it into a higher consciousness being, and now you have a mirror. It makes you realize, almost kind of like you taking certain things for for granted. It makes you realize how much higher existence you felt, how much more love you already um, felt and experienced because of the the dual nature of these lower um, realities. So, so basically, it's the understanding of more of who you are through the duality through seeing the polarity, through seeing the negative reflect back to the positive what it is. But if you completely remove the negative charge, remove the, um, the physicality, then what do you have? You just have higher, higher realms of existence and consciousness. And that's all you know. So um, when, you, when you get the opposite into your experience, then you recognize um, more of that the higher love energy that greatness exactly so it's just so the physicality and all that comes with physicality is a mirror it just mirrors back so that we can understand these concepts even more and then go back to the you know after this existence when we go back to the um it reabsorb with our current existence in these higher realms dimensions or even with source we take even more of what we had experienced and be like I experienced the negativity and now I recognize more of the love and, and the higher energies. I experienced physical physicality and now I recognize um, more of what it is to be non-physical. So it's just an exercise. Um, and, yes. so and <laughs> we add to that the next level of consciousness, which we have, which I've experienced and many others. You know, in Buddhism and in other traditions, they talk about attaining the rainbow body right uh rainbow body which is one of the highest levels here where you eventually dissolve your body into pure light and leave uh the physical plane right but and and this tradition is teaching that the rainbow body can only be attained at the end of your existence you can do it now you could do it now yes yes but it 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 entails leaving your body while we say that you can actually keep your body and be in a rainbow body in a physical existence and that's what frantic people are doing Mm -hmm. they are refining their physical structure to such higher level where they can actually decide to stay here in that high level of consciousness, basically walking Buddhas or walking rainbow bodies, they can dematerialize, rematerialize, shape shift their body at will, bilocate, 
teleport whatever you need, mm -hmm. levitate and all that, without leaving their bodies, without needing to take physical food, without needing to, to terminate their life on earth to get to this higher level of consciousness that you're talking about. You can integrate your higher being, that aspect from the 5D into the 3D matter, matter physicality, and live as a 5D person into the here and now moment on earth. And that's right. becoming available now on earth. And that's becoming available. And so many have experienced that uh, on earth uh, now because the planet has evolved. The frequency of Gaia is much higher than when Buddhism started. Right. And now that future, if you will, of this video game that we're in is available mm -hmm. for us now. We no longer have to leave somewhere to be fully aware of our greatness. We can be fully aware and embodying our greatness here, which I call in my courses and classes and retreats, I call it embodiment. Right. We no right. longer become enlightened, we become embodiment. We right. descend so, the light into our bodies. Right. The definition of enlightenment is light within. In enlightenment the christ mm. consciousness within <laughs> and just recognizing and being more of that let's let's switch focus to the earth grid work that you do okay so um so you go to different locations and you open up new energy portals can you explain what that process of opening up any energy portals within the grid of earth what is that like? Some, some are just there, but not fully activated. Some are cluttered. Some are, um, if you will, malfunctioning, like a chakra. You know, imagine mm -hmm. the body of Earth. It has a body just like ours. We're actually made of the same elements, the same structures as Gaia is. And we're so deeper into, in, deeply interconnected with Gaia that basically everything that moves and breathes inside her body is affecting our bodies. So that's the first thing I want to say connected mm -hmm. to that. And Gaia, as a, as a conscious being that she is, she also has chakras. <laughs> some are primary and some are secondary and many energy channels or ley lines. And she has a circulation system just like ours where fluids circulate like the petrol and the waters and everything that we try to extract abusively <laughs> now on earth is actually the the body fluids of Gaia that should run through her to keep her alive and happy and healthy and we do a great disservice to the planet and to ourselves because our bodies are connected remember us and Gaia are the same thing we're made of the same elements when something gets imbalanced in Gaia's body our bodies are experiencing suffering and pain we don't connect, we don't relate we don't relate or correlate the, the, the two things. <laughs> but the people who are trained with me, they know exactly when the storm is coming, when something has been affected in our energy area, when something is moving badly in our, in our, in our city or, or, or country because they feel it in their bodies, mm -hmm. right? So you're acutely aware of any inner movement in Gaia when you're in tune with everything, right? And her vortexes or chakras can also get blocked like ours. 
if somebody builds a construction in a certain place and start polluting the area, or if the, the people in the area are excessively having bad thoughts or emotions, or if they're doing bad things in that area, like organizing, I don't know, very sound polluting concerts that are really disturbing the, the beings in the forest, whatever it is that is disturbing the feng shui or the, the balance of that place is affecting Gaia's chakras. So an energy vortex that is initially meant to be supportive and enhancing for humankind and for Gaia can become very disturbing. And people in the area can get ill or have insomnias or have, you know, certain type of imbalances in their lives, in their relationships, because the vortex has been affected. So you, you see, it's a two ways stream. People are affecting Gaia and Gaia's vortexes are affecting the people. Right. <laughs> right? So how do you find, how do you find, um, so, you, so how do you find the ley line or the, the, the point where the mm -hmm. vortex is? What do you I'm do to find guided, it? Completely intuitively guided to these places. Completely, like I'm, 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 I'm in a, I'm completely blank of how how a journey is gonna be, how much I'm gonna be in a certain place. Like even this week, I've prolonged my journey with three more days because I've been guided to go in places that I haven't planned to go because of my work. Right. Right. So I'm intuitively guided. I'm feeling everything. Sometimes I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to go to this place and this place. And then eventually I'm called not to go <laughs> mm -hmm. because I'm not supposed to be there at all. Um, and uh, intuitively doing my work, completely intuitive. Like I, I sit in that place. I tune into myself. I don't even look at the place. I don't mm -hmm. even look at anything. I just right. tune into myself. And from that state, things open. Right. Things are, I'm seeing, I'm literally seeing how energy is flowing or what's opening or what's happening in that place, right? Right, right. So you guys, um, grid work, if you want to participate in the grid work, um, if, you're, if you're not at that point where you're of 5D and higher consciousness quite yet, where you can intuitively um, go to the portal point and then open up the energy portal to kind of help raise the frequency on earth. Um, there is tools that you can do if you're not quite there yet. What you can do is um, get a dowsing rod, go into a forest or wherever or wherever you you feel guided to, and then point it. And when you hit a, a, a grid point, um, it will spin. And then when you and then what you could do, and you can actually when you do that in the woods or in the nature trails, oftentimes you'll see um, fairy rings or circles, uh, mushrooms growing in circles. You'll see flowers growing in circles. Um, you may even see um, the tree branches kind of move or grow in a circular kind of look. It looks like, yeah, because it's following the energy waves. It has a it, harmony that is even perceivable. Yeah. About. yeah. Yes. So when you, so if you're not quite in, on the point of intuitive and you want to do participating in grade work, like I said, get the dowsing rod, go, and when it, when it moves around like crazy and stuff, um, that is a portal point. Um, on the earth grid and you can see those symbols in nature to see to to back up like oh i did find a portal point and that and that is where it is and then if you want to help open up that or raise that or even get some energy healing or some insights from that portal point on earth 
just sit down and do any kind of modality of meditation. I gave earlier that five second um, technique to connect to Christ consciousness and uh, whatever you want to do with that. You can do that, sit there, and then that would automatically kind of help um, you get energized and also help the earth with the the border points to open it up yeah. as well. So those that's another way for people who want to do yeah. that and they're not quite in, in the intuitive space yet, but you can mm -hmm. still you can still do it and that's another way to do that as well. Yeah, I would I would add to that that uh, you know we need caution. Uh, we need caution with these things because it's not something that uh, anyone can do. Uh, what we advise is that if you don't, if you aren't in that level of consciousness, actually don't start working with energy vortices, <laughs> like at all, <laughs> like start fine tuning yourself to a point where you detox your body, detox your mental and emotional systems. Don't go to vortexes if you're not in balance, like don't go. But wouldn't, wouldn't it automatically detox and clean your, no, your, your aura field? No, no. <laughs> that's what that's what people are doing, and they're getting like serious imbalances. And with experience, I've learned to filter. Like literally, uh, we filter people that aren't ready to go to specific vortexes, because what vortexes do is sometimes they're neutral. They just amplify what they find. So if they find an imbalance in you. They will like bring it out and amplify. So, but is that can... a good thing? So, wouldn't that be a good no, thing? Okay. Because then they can address their imbalance and the issues that no, come I up. I don't recommend that. It's too much for money. And mm -hmm. I recommend I recommend the gentle, compassionate, kind, soft way. <laughs> That's how I do my work. So, when we train people to work with energy vortexes, we do first a cleanse. So, for example, this summer we have a three-stage retreat. We start with the Prani Festival in Romania, where people get the information and get some practice. And they also clear their energy bodies and their chakras, and they start eating lighter, and they quit some bad habits that alter their bodies. So that's for far, four days, right? So an energy upgrade of that is quite significant is happening during these four days, August 15 to 18. Then we take them to some energy vortexes, some that are not really, I mean, they're not affecting people. They're like encouraging the human development and human evolution. We're traveling through these vortexes and doing some more details, some more energy practice, some more clearing and for three days. And then the last retreat, uh, that's August uh, 19th to 22nd. And in the last retreat, the detox and prana retreat goes to the most powerful energy vortexes for another three days. After people have gone through the initial detox, cleansing, upgrading of consciousness, we can work with people really quick to upgrade. Like I have a process of eight days online, people get completely transformed. Or the summer retreats, all three in a row, transform for nine days you you're completely shifted back to back but we don't go directly to the biggest vortexes or the most powerful with the people if you live are, underneath one a lot of people live right underneath one some are and some of them get very imbalanced without knowing why mm. exactly uh, and, and 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 it's like with it's like also with uh, whatever you you wish to refer to like people do uh plant medicine 
right away without any detox, without anything. They just go right into it and they suffer like crazy and their lives get affected long-term. Even if you don't see the connections between the cause and effect, we recommend the mild, sub, you know, sub supportive, step-by-step uh, -step evolution, not the rushed one, because the rush comes out of ego. You rush into right. an energy void, you want to clear everything, do stuff, no. <laughs> Stay at home and purify. Take right. care of yourself, get your bodies into alignment, detox your physical body, because otherwise you might vomit or go to the bathroom like crazy. <laughs> Even to an energy vortex, you know, I had people doing bathroom sessions. And then come and work with some vortices under a guidance, not by yourself, because there's a lot of tricks, three spirits out there <laughs> that make you do stuff <laughs> that is not beneficial for you and humanity. And you have to learn to filter out through those as well. So that's why it's best to have an expert with you that knows how to do stuff and to listen and do what you're basically guided. <laughs> right. So you can do some serious damage to yourself, to the vortex and to humanity. And that's a big responsibility. You don't want to play with that. <laughs> that's what I say. Right. So, so you, so you offer, so let's go into your courses because it, you obviously offer some courses in grid work. Um, uh, so in your prana and tantra courses, you teach about the new DNA codes, the new chakras and the new, we already talked a little bit about the light body relationship. Can you please explain these new DNA codes and these new chakras that you teach about? Basically, since Earth is changing and the, the Earth grid is evolving, it's receiving so much light and so new, so much new light codes, right? The Earth is evolving into the next dimension, basically. And everybody needs to align. If they want to stay on this planet, they need to align to this new energy coming in. You can no longer do the same thing, eat the same thing, think mm -hmm. the same thing, cultivate the same emotion and stay here and be happy. No, most people are suffering and uh, are really in pain and in, in illness now because they haven't prepared for the stage, right? Mm -hmm. And they're experiencing this collective detox that we're calling a pandemic or whatever you want to call it. It's basically a collective purification. Mm -hmm. that is happening if you prepare your body physical body by detox and dropping the foods that are no longer serving you they are making you bloated or sick or just not they're not your fuel anymore you know like animal products and stuff that are heavy if you are preparing the emotional body cultivating positive emotions and um cleansing literally cleansing your cellular memory and your um emotional field which is embodying emotions from parallel lifetimes as well as this lifetime traumas and all that stuff and if you clear your mental field getting rid of the habitual patterns thinking negative judgments and all that then you can embody these new these new types of energy coming in basically you we are not the same like we were 10 years ago or even five years or even two years ago. Yeah, we're constantly getting new bodies. We're, we're building a crystalline body. Our body is scientifically proven. is changing from carbon to crystal. We're needing a different fuel. We're going to be a new structure in our mm -hmm. physical form. We need to align to that. So for that, we're offering 
online processes. We're actually starting one on Friday for mm -hmm. eight days we meet for one hour, one hour and a half. We do practice, we do meditation, all online. We give insights like the ones we're offering here. And we talk uh, to, you know, to people's questions so that they can upgrade their frequency. So for eight days, it's a gradual frequency upgrade. We basically mm -hmm. reprogram everything into their bodies, their minds, and their emotions so that they can tune into a higher frequency. This is called the pranic process online. I've been teaching it since 2013. We do retreats that, you know, the detox and prana you just quoted, and then um, the prana and tantra, and mm -hmm. the, the pranic festival in Romania, and the trip of the sun that is going uh, to the energy vortices of Romania, uh, and India, we also do one in India. Mm -hmm. We're doing these retreats where we're basically going deeper into, you know, in, in person with people and lear they're learning on site how it feels, how to be aligned, how to be in tune, how to feel everything around you and respond to it harmoniously and how to, of course, detox and upgrade your frequency. And we're doing also one-on-one -on -one sessions where we go really deep because that's only you and me <laughs> and right. beings of supporting us, uh, talking to each other about specific issues that you want to resolve. So all these three options are available now. The, the online class that is Pranic Process Online, the live retreats, and the one-on-one -on -one, uh, healing sessions or yeah. counseling. You know, some lots of fun there so what um what can people i'm going to kind of list some of the energy healing courses that you offer on your website so if people wanting to pick one to kind of start mm -hmm. learning um what can people expect in the soul healing course soul healing is the therapy i'm practicing is the one-on-one sessions that i'm practicing it's gonna follow it's gonna be followed by by a course soon thanks for reminding me where i'm gonna actually start presenting this therapy for others to do it but uh it's not ready yet <laughs> okay and okay so more to come more to look forward to more to come but the therapy one-on-one that is called soul healing is basically one hour one hour and a half it starts with a um a relaxation exercise or a guided meditation where we clear align and enhance or uh, or energize our fields in our body Mm -hmm. during at the beginning of the session it can do it can be 10 to 20 minutes into this uh relaxation or guided meditation exercise that's the main or the core part of the healing session because it's a lot of healing it's a lot of prana circulating through your bodies and it has a very powerful effect and then we come out of that we are in the alpha theta state so we're in a higher state of consciousness and we start discussing a specific issue that somebody wants to resolve like say a relationship issue or you know abundance or career mm -hmm. or health or family you know relationship with kids and all that stuff we start discussing it and we start from that we do some deep reprogramming we find the root cause of it the root program or mindset mm -hmm. that you have that's creating this pattern into your life and we notice that it's this is rolling towards uh, various lifetimes, actually, not just one. <laughs> mm -hmm. We notice in various lifetimes how it's played out, and then we deprogram it or destructure it or shift it into a new energy 
And that's when people are starting to basically change their life completely. Mm-hmm. Is because start to live a different life or different outcomes on the right. same topic. Right. So that that's the um that's the the is that also the data healing course that you offer as well? Is uh, that the same that's thing? the soul healing. So basically I'm offering uh the soul healing session. They have evolved from theta healing. I've been trained into the Think Institute, but they have evolved into something more deep, into something mm-hmm. deeper that has been you know, I've been guided by the Christ consciousness to to go deeper with this practice into something that's called soul healing. Right. Another class, if you will, to if you want to see, there are all on my soulhealingacademy.com website, soulhealingacademy.com at the events section. So mm-hmm. that's where you find everything in terms of classes and conferences. And right. um, another one is the Pranic pro- uh, Process Online that we were talking about earlier, that we meet for eight days, one hour, one hour and a half each day. And we start, we do meditation, we give tools to lift your frequency, to have positive manifestation outcome in your life and to move into higher, you know, basically a higher frequency and stay tuned and connected to your higher self all the time. Not just glimpses of it, but all the time. Right, and then you're right. Now, so what about on, the, that's online. So what about the Tao of Healing course? Can you explain the Tao of Healing course that you offer? Uh, it's called the um, Taoist Emotional Intelligence. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you are reading the list of the practices that I've learned. That's not the list of the courses that I'm offering that you're oh, okay. on right Okay. These are the classes that I've done, so that I've that I've learned from the others. <laughs> okay. So, so same thing with the light and sound therapy and the angel therapy. Everything that we're reading there, all that stuff is things that I've went to and learned okay. for myself. That's my practice. Do you but teach it though, as well, or? Of course, I've included in my mm. in all my classes. I've included the practices that I've done or the the classes that I've studied. Because every year I myself upgrade myself. I do one or two or three courses where I'm the student. <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. I'm learning from others. Yeah. But when, what you need to do is go on my website, soulhealingacademy.com and look at the list of the events that I'm doing. And you can ask me about those. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's where the list is. Yeah. I love learning new. So I the lo- next class. Go ahead. The next class. Yes, if you want to talk about the classes, the next class is, uh, is uh, the next class is the Prana and Tantra retreat and uh, cultivating the body of light or the light body and new relationship codes. So cultivating the light body and new relationship codes is a class that offers in uh, about three hours, it offers new downloads, new information and new upgrade practices for you to embody this new energy that's coming now on the planet and for you to Mm -hmm. be ready for it and embody it with joy and ease and grace instead of suffering. Right. So you don't always have to learn through suffering. That's not why you came here for. You can learn with joy and ease and grace if you choose to daily do activities that upgrade your body. And we're offering these activities and steps and practices but it needs to be a constant practice, you know, that, right, that, right. 
And then and there's the Pranic Festival in Romania in August, where we join together the Pranic people that we know, and they offer lectures and practices of their own for four days. Then we go in the trip of the sun to the energy vortexes of Romania, and we learn together how to work with them and how to upgrade ourselves and them. And then we do the detox and prana retreat at the end of August, where we, you know, basically integrate all these energies and evolve at a much deeper level. Right. Um, Christiana, let me ask you something. So when people are doing, um, they're taking these different courses and they're doing, they're learning the energy healing and they're learning how to, to open vortexes within themselves on these ley line earth grid points and all these different things that they're learning, um, they are changing and changing and raising their frequency and they're changing their, their own um, frequency. So do you get students and people and yourself saying um, after you do this work and continue to do this work as your new level of being that they are in a completely different body that that um, the body that they have is slightly different whereas the birthmarks that they had is completely gone or a scar that they had is never there um, or even that their physical reality has changed in terms of elements in their reality um, it, no longer existing like it used to when they previously engage with it? Do you get any of those kind of feedback from people? Basically, people's body change completely, first of all, because their nourishment is, their need for nourishment is completely different. So their birth, birthmarks might not disappear, but their hunger disappears. And that's essential. <laughs> mm. You know, when you're no longer hungry, or where you're much less hungry than before, your whole perception of life and how you are supported and nourished is changing. And everything you relate to, the people around you, the finances, the food, everything you relate from a different level. So that's the right. main change. That's the main change. Their life change because they become kinder and more relaxed and they look at their previous outcomes in their lives with a better and deeper understanding. They're able to understand and integrate the abuses of their fathers, the coldness of their mothers, their you know, colleagues being mean to them or whatever trauma they had, they are seeing it through the eyes of compassion mm -hmm. and through the eyes of a more evolved being. And that's completely enhancing their perception of life. When you had the perception of you being a victim of your whole life and all of a sudden, you notice that you've been a master that has created all these steps to evolve and integrate virtues. Mm -hmm. Poof, your whole life is completely shifted. The way you look at your father that is, has beaten you your whole childhood is totally different. You can be in gratitude instead of being in hatred or your mother who left you or whoever, you know, mm -hmm. shifts your life from that perspective. The body shape shifts all as well because if mm -hmm. you're not eating the same things and you're not holding the same emotions, of course your body, I'm looking younger than 10 years ago and everybody <laughs> that has been in touch with mm -hmm. our classes is starting to look younger and more harmonious. Mm -hmm. Their body restructures, even if they don't do gym or anything, their body just restructures first because they don't have the same body weight or the, the same body uh, deposits, right? 
And second, because they're becoming leaner and their, their structure becomes, you know, harmonious and, and um, it's a different frequency of a body, you must understand. Right. The right. body is no longer a 3D vehicle. At the becoming a 5D vehicle, it's totally different, right? Right. And yes, it can heal scars. It can, you can choose to work on a specific body area and make it bigger or rounder or, you know, shift your nose shape or whatever. I was just talking to a scientist about it, you know, mm -hmm. that he was literally shifting his nose. Mm -hmm. uh, you can do that, but that's not mainly what I'm focusing. I'm focusing on people understanding that matter is energy and that everything is malleable. And from that, they can play with whatever body shape they want. <laughs> right, right. So, Christiana, you're going to be speaking um, in this year's Higher Self Expo on July 17th through 18th is the expo. Um, it's all online. So what can people expect um, to learn in your presentation? My theme is um, pre-energy mm. and breatharianism. Breatharianism being the ability to be nourished by energy. So all over the world, I've been organizing events and conferences um, together with as a co-speaker with people that are nourished in this way that no longer need physical food as nourishment mm -hmm. or that they have evolved to a, to a lighter or liquid food. And they are presenting their methods and their healing techniques and all this stuff. And from that perspective, I'm offering to the Higher Self Expo the concept of free energy in the human body. Mm. We, know, we don't only need vehicles and devices that are on free energy because in, sh in short years, we we're not going to have petrol to extract and all these fluids that we're drawing in from Gaia is going to be finished. So we need free energy for our vehicles and devices. But the first step is to understand that we can have that in our physical body. So that's my topic at the Higher Self Expo. We, we talk to people about how this can be attained or at least about how you can decrease your food intake to 50, uh, uh, to 50 or 80% less than you're eating now. How awesome would that be? Right. I do yeah. love food, though. <laughs> um, so, Chris, Christiana, do you have a last like mess? <laughs> um, yes, Christiana, do you have a... I know I, I do love food. I do love um I love good food, but um there is a balance. There is a balance. Remember we came here to autonomous to be autonomous autonomous and and just take it because you like it and not because you need it is right. a yeah, <laughs> like it, it's a different relationship. It's a different relationship. Remember we uh we came from source to experience what this is all about. So mm -hmm. um and food, right enjoying some food is one of it. So th there is some balance there. Um, let me ask you a last question. Do you have a last message for the builders of the fifth dimension earth? For the builders of the fifth dimension earth? Yeah. So what's the last message you want um, to leave people with? Well, you know... The earth is already in fifth dimension. Oh, yeah, yeah. But not everybody is there, but... That's <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah. The earth is already in fifth dimension, mm -hmm. totally. And mm -hmm. it's time for us, for humans, to align with that. Mm -hmm. So the step is to 
work deeper, all of us, including myself, to work deeper with ourselves into purifying and upgrading ourselves for us to align with that frequency. And that's the only way we can build the fifth dimension on earth by building it within ourselves. There's right. no way out than in. <laughs> so right. we need to drive there and do the stuff that we need to do individually for us to each be in this fifth dimension. And then the planet is like lifting off very easily. Right. Well, Christiana, um, thank you for offering your lifetime work in sound and pranic healing, um, consciousness and metaphysics. So for more information about Christiana Atreyan's offerings and courses, both in person and online, go ahead and visit her website, which is soulhealingacademy.com. And of course, for more information about the 2021 Higher Self Expo, um, if you do end up missing it, you can still go and preview it after it's already done as well, just for people to know. But you can visit their website, which is higherselfexpo.com. And then thank you kindly again to our listeners for listening to another enlightening conversation. Until next time, blessings. Blessings. And thanks for bringing this wonderful energy of Kuan Yin to us today, because you're totally into it. I can feel it. Yeah. Oh, that and so much more. So, but thank you so much. And have a great night, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. For more information about today's guest, please go to the show description. For more information about Vaughn's metaphysical work, please go to MerkabaChakras.com. The views expressed today are for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Don't forget to subscribe for more interviews about the fifth dimension. Until we meet again, blessings.